How many roses was he going to take? Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette's recap, listeners. Hello. In Canada. <laughs> we should have a graphic for this. I really? think it's worthy, yeah. Just have like a, a Canadian flag or a maple leaf or some syrup. <laughs> I know we have so many liquids on this table and yet no maple syrup. Mm. What's wrong with us? Yeah. Do Next you time. feel ready to get recapping episode five? I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. Because for housekeeping, we're just, we're in Ottawa. Yeah. Yay. The Twa. Well, they actually call it O-Town, which oh, I hate. Do? Yeah. Ooh, I don't like that. And me neither. That's, that's, I'm in denial that that's seriously. Okay. Well, episode five, yeah. overall thoughts, Andy. Yeah, a lot happened. A lot happened. That's yeah. what I'll say. If I'm honest, I was pleasantly surprised. And maybe that just speaks to how low my expectations were. But mm. I was worried the Logan thing was going to be drawn out all episode long. And then the cliffhanger was going to be whether or not Gabby kept him. Because that is something they mm-hmm. would do. And I felt like they cut to the chase. And I didn't mind it. I got to be honest. I have to give production credit. They were tasteful about their editing on this episode. Did you notice that? It felt like it. Yes, I agree, which I kind of can't believe that we're saying that right now. But overall, the edit of Logan, I mean, we have to give him props. Oh, I don't want to give away our thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Let's just just get into it. Overall thoughts is better than expected. We were mildly entertained. Yeah, and production is getting better. The team is good. They've they've learned some things. They've listened to Dear Shandy. (laughs) Really patting ourselves on the back Mm -hmm, there. mm -hmm. Okay, so let's get started with episode five. We pick up with very dramatic, adventurous Mm -hmm. music. It's like... And the Virgin Cruise is en route to Bruges, Belgium. How much does it cost? I mean, it's got to be like two million bucks to cruise this thing around. Rachel throws her hair over her shoulder... And smizes into one of those mm. binoculars. Yeah. I liked this. She was like, <laughs> it was awesome. She, ta- she takes it very seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was really committing to her B-roll. Yeah. Rachel reflects on how difficult the rejection has been, but she's optimistic as the men have always stepped up when she asked them to. And Andy, you said, or else. <laughs> and we learn that she has today's group date. And going on said group date are Tino, Zach, Meatball, Ethan, Tyler, and Logan. And of course, this is where we start to see Logan's arc unfold. Mm -hmm. He is having some struggles here. He's saying that the worst thing he could do is let things get more serious and then bring it up. So before the group date, Logan swings by Rachel's room. She seems immediately apprehensive. I think appropriately. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's been trained to be apprehensive. And he says he never got the chance to tell her how honored he feels every time she puts a rose on him. I thought he did this very well. Couldn't have done it better. This was artful. I yeah. mean, A game level. A, solid A. A he, plus. He said something hasn't felt right and it's been getting to him. He says they had a strong connection, but he also had a strong connection with Gabby. And seeing his name on the date card made him realize that he just cannot go on this date and he has to step away from pursuing things with her. Rachel, she dances between taking this well and kind of insinuating that he was just seeing how far he could get. She says he accepted so many roses from her. And he says it's not something he had been sure of. Also, he didn't get to chat with her at the last rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. That first group date rose, Gabby was also into Logan, but Rachel really kind of 
staked her claim. I'm not criticizing her on that, but the only one where you can really be like, okay, maybe you should have said something was when the line was being drawn in the sand and Rachel was giving out her roses and Gabby was giving out hers. But I don't know. I don't really blame the guy. No, you didn't do anything wrong. No, and he really did intend to say it to her at the last rose ceremony when he would have only accepted two roses. He would have only had accepted two roses. Oh my God, English. Mm. Was that right? He only would have had accepted two roses. No, at the- <laughs> no he threw in an extra had in there. <laughs> he only would have had accepted. He only would have had accepted. No, he only would have. He only would have. Ex- he. No, there's a, there's a had in there. He only would. He have, only would have had accepted. That's what I just said. He only would have had accepted. English. He only would have had accepted. You're right. Yes. You are the winner. <laughs> he only would have had accepted two roses at that point. Yeah. But she's the one that canceled that rose ceremony. Yeah. Whether or not she was encouraged to do so, so Logan could go another week by the powers that be, who knows? But I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't. I thought he's handling this as well as he can be, considering he's clearly being set up to be a villain here. I'm impressed. Yes. So he leaves and she proceeds to break down, <laughs> predictably. I mean. Some highlights include her saying, Everyone is leaving me. Something's clear. Everyone is leaving me. Is that an actual song? It's a good song. Oh, really? No, I'm, I'm writing it now. <laughs> it's her title album, actually. Uh, no, that's mean. <laughs> Let's just stick to the song. It's, well, it's, it could be something's clearly wrong with me. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> or it's supposed to be my time and instead someone leaves week after week after week. Do you want to work with that? It's supposed to be my time, but then every week somebody leaves. Yeah, okay, very Everybody's good. leaving me. Everybody's leaving me. Everybody's leaving me. Everybody's leaving me. No? Yes, good. <laughs> oh my God, that was not bad. Not I can see on the spot. It's, I mean, it's something to work with. It. Could be way worse. Yeah, we'll go to the studio. Oh, okay. and finally, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. So, not as good. do we agree this is an overreaction? Yeah. Look, it's not, she clearly liked Logan. Right? She did. But she didn't like Logan the most or even possibly the second most or maybe even the third most. So it is a slight overreaction. I'll give it to her. You know, it's upsetting. Like this has happened to her yeah. a bunch. Yeah. She's it's getting, a strength in numbers thing. But I she's guess. She's got an open wound. Yeah, Yes, it's an open wound. But I am so frustrated by how she suddenly makes it all about her self-worth when guys do this. And I know that is her deep insecurity that she needs to work on. And I shouldn't be criticizing her for her insecurities. But it's definitely frustrating to watch, especially since, again, as we said last week, the puppeteers are clearly playing mm-hmm. with that insecurity. And I just wish she had the wherewithal to realize that. It's frustrating to see a woman be like, there's something wrong with me when yeah. a man rejects me. Yeah. There's many people in the world, you know, they're not all meant for you. No. Not every man is going to want to be with you. I think that that in that way, she kind of shows her expectations with becoming Bachelorette. And of course, if she had been the only bachelorette, this would have been less of an issue. But mm-hmm. wouldn't she also rather guys just tell her instead of pretending to like her? I, I mean, look, you're preaching the choir here. Yeah, I know. I don't need to convince you. Yeah. Anyway, I, I feel for her. Like, I'm torn between wanting to, like, shake her and give her a hug. Yeah, it's a shake hug. Which Gabby kind of sort of 
not in a hug form, but she definitely tr- tries I, to give her a pep talk later. I, yeah. Okay, so now it's the group date, supposedly. Cue some upbeat music. That's what was funny. Is she was like talking about how she doesn't want to do this anymore, and then it was like do 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 do. And Andy, you were snapping your fingers, and they walk past some chocolate wrestling. Definitely yeah. seems like this is what was supposed to take place on this date, and then they continue walking because, meanwhile, Rachel's all tearful in her cruise suite, saying she feels bad for the guys, but she can't go on a group date and act like she doesn't feel like a huge loser. Mm. Those are her words. Huge loser. I thought this felt like very high school to me. To use that wording, associate being rejected with feeling like a loser. I don't know. It just felt very young. Yeah. She's internalizing all of this. Yes. Shouldn't be. It's a game. It's silly. You you dip out a bunch of guys. Yeah. And there's two bachelorettes. Yeah. And it's just kind of sometimes it comes down to like a coin toss. It's not don't take it so personally. It does feel like she's taking it both too personally and too seriously. Like the actual the the process. You know, she's got five good guys. It's a lot of guys. It is a lot of guys. Not not many women have five suitors. How do you think they feel when she when she sends them home? Yeah. She accuses Logan of seeing how far he could go before ditching her for Gabby. And Andy, you said she's turning it into what she feels. The irony is the failure is in her reaction. Mm, it's true. <laughs> you agree with that what you said? That person's right. <laughs> Jesse now visits Rachel. I got to say, this is Jesse's time to shine. Mm-hmm. I thought he did great here. Oh, yeah. He stood out. Yeah, he could have been creepy. He could have been creepy. And it's not that I think Chris Harrison is ever creepy in this role, but it does often feel like he's phoning it in and these sort of pep talks. And with Jesse, it felt so authentic. And maybe I fell for it, but it just felt like he had true empathy for what she was going through. I don't know. I was really into this. I think it worked. Yeah. She says she feels... She has walls going up. It's not fair to her guys, That, but she feels she's being dealt bad cards. She's not cut out for this. And Jesse says, you can't be the perfect bachelorette. I want it to be the perfect bachelor. It's impossible. And he says, all she can do is make the best decisions in the moment with her intuition. And he says, the possibility of a guy getting down on one knee for her is still in play. (laughs) He's treating an engagement like it's the million dollar suitcase on deal or no deal. Still in play. (laughs) He makes a joke about how he wishes he could give her his playbook, but their journeys are different. I just thought he was fantastic here, honestly. Nothing bad to say about Jesse. Meanwhile, the guys seem to be getting their steps in, I said. (laughs) And Jesse finally meets them. He tells them Rachel has canceled this date. So they're just going to go back to the ship for the after party. Mm. I wrote sigh. It's like everyone gets punished. Yeah. Like they've been looking forward to this too. And what about the other guys on this day who she really likes? Tyler, Tino. It's a a temper tantrum. Zach. It's a form of, it's a pity party. It kind of feels that way. And even though she told the guys that, like she didn't want to put them in a position to have to pull her up again, she ends up kind of doing that in the evening anyway. Yeah. This was was the kind of temper tantrum that in real life, she would have lost everybody. Okay. Okay. I'm putting down the iPad after what you just said, because I could not agree more. If you look at the track record of behavior here in real life, would the person who was dating her, you know, you haven't spent that long with her. It's like she's bemoaning being rejected as the bachelorette, but she's also using being the bachelorette to allow her to get away with this sort of behavior. Again, I'm torn between wanting to shake her and hug her because I do understand that it comes from a deep insecurity. It's just pretty frustrating to watch. It does feel like she's not... She does say she's not cut out for this. 
I don't want to double down on that, but it does feel like she's not equipped to have someone else in the mix. The fact that there are two bachelorettes, I think a lot of people might struggle with this, but this level of struggling and she's 26, 27, Mm -hmm. I'll put it this way. It feels like she's younger. And let's be honest, if she was alone as the sole bachelorette, which I would like to see theoretically. Oh, I think it would look very different. It would look very different because she would own the show. Yes. And she would have no competition. Yeah. She can't handle the the idea of any man, even a man she's not that interested in, mm. moving to the other side. Yeah. Or just leaving her at all. Just leaving her at all. She's yeah. like, it's like, who? how dare you? But There's another equally well qualified person <laughs> <laughs> on the other side. Like It's like you go to a restaurant with like a huge menu. You know, like one of those diner menus? Yeah. Where it's like everything. There's nothing in the world that's not on that menu. Yeah, there's too many things. It and can't you, be good. Yeah, they can't be good at everything. No. And you even make fun. You're like, there's so many things. Like, I don't have I don't want any of these things. I just, well, there's always the same three things I get. I get the tuna sandwich, I get the bagel, and I get the turkey dinner. That's it. That's all you get at a diner. No one gets anything else. Or the burger or the soup. That's it. Five things. I'll give you five things. I would get a soup and half Sammy. Yeah. It's like someone take it, like the restaurant manager's like, you know, we got to cut this menu down. It's too much. Like we're going to take off the eggplant parmesan. We're going to take off the fish dishes. We're going to take off the steak. And then someone goes like, oh, I don't want to go to the menus. They took off all the things. I'm, I don't want to eat here Yeah, anymore. but you were never going to order those things at that diner anyway. That's my point. Exactly. Good analogy, Andy. You got <sighs> I, there. I wasn't sure I was, was You were there. clinging on there. Yeah, I was getting close. <laughs> so Logan continues to reflect now about how terrible he feels, but how he couldn't continue on. And the light at the end of the tunnel is that maybe Gabby feels it too. And we keep talking here about how huge he is. Yeah. I feel like Logan's enormous, like really tall. Yeah, he seems like in the 6'6"-ish He's area. walking around this ship and we're like, whoa, look how close he, he is to the He keeps almost hitting the things, yeah. So he does finally visit Gabby and he says he was on fire for her after that first date, but he got the rose from Rachel and while they've had great moments, he keeps coming back to her. He tells her about their conversation, his conversation with Rachel and... I love how she said, how did Rachel take it? And I further love how he didn't downplay Mm -hmm. it. He said she was frustrated, understandably. He so easily could have said it was, you know, he's not playing the game. He's actually doing the right thing. He's doing the human thing. He he's not playing the real life game. He's playing the bachelorette game in that he's smart enough to cover all his tracks. He's not leaving any crumbs behind. Oh, so you think he's actually playing the game even more than most. I mean, I think he's just smart, whether or not he's doing it strategically. I just think it's smart. He knows it's national television. He knows that the conversation with Rachel will be aired. He knows that Gabby will likely talk to Rachel. So there's no point in this moment in downplaying Rachel's reaction and being like, oh, yeah, it was fine. She understood. Yeah. It's like she was frustrated, understandably. He takes responsibility. And then that way, Gabby has all the pieces. And when she does end up fact-checking and talking to Rachel, she's not going to be like, huh, Logan said something else. He's, you know, Logan is just a smart guy. He is. He's a full package. It takes, I think it takes intelligence to have good game. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep coming back to Logan's game. Solid game. He's, he's, there's no one competing with him. Not even close. No I even close. said last night, I was like, if I had to go on a date with any of these guys, it would be Logan. I like the way you say, if I had to go on a date, <laughs> like Charlene's DMing him like all night. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like he's, he's, he's young. So if you, had a gun, if you had a gun to your head, someone says you got two choices. One is you're dead or you go out on a date with Logan. You, you know what I mean? I, I've never been one to go for younger guys. My point no, being that 
he just stands out above the rest as having game. I know you could say Eric does too, but it's different. No. And it, I have, yeah. And look, I have my eye on Eric in a different way. What? Oh, not in a, not in that. <laughs> How many guys you want to bang on this show? <laughs> no, I mean, like Eric, I think has decent game, but there's something about him that rubs me wrong and I can't quite put my finger on it yet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it was actually not a compliment, but what were you about to say? Oh, wait, in Logan's case, age is a number. I'm giving Logan a full, the man seal of approval. Mm-hmm. His age, somehow he transcended a 26-year-old yeah. age in America. He graduated man. to manhood a decade early. That's very impressive. Yes. It's, it's, big things are coming for Logan. <laughs> yes. Not just on Instagram, beyond <laughs> Instagram. So Gabby, I love this. She admits that he was their only overlap. I mean, what a compliment. Mm. Yeah, I mean, right? he must have been just oh, he's fly just, high. <laughs> but what I love too about Logan is he controls the corners of his mouth. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, I really like this. It's I a very specific well, analysis. I like that. In these in these moments where the camera zoomed in on you, when someone says you were our only overlap, you could easily be like, "Yeah, smirk." Yeah, like just you allow the corners of your mouth to betray you, no, how like, you truly feel. God. And he kept it totally clear because there's no way he didn't feel warmth bubbling up inside when she said that yeah what's his job what's his career thing oh or what does it say let's he is? refer to our handy yeah. dandy legend yeah. which has really seen better days it's got coffee stains on it it's all wrinkled from travel he is a videographer from san diego he's from the same city as almost everyone from this franchise the videographer yeah he's been bred for this Okay, so Gabby admits he's the only overlap. She really liked him too, but when she heard about his connection with Rachel, she completely backed off, and she says she wants to check with Rachel, and she wants to put her friends first. And Andy, you said Rachel's going to passive-aggressively cock block. Yeah. And I don't think you were wrong about this. I mean, she dealt with it, like, I think face-to-face. She was like, but I want you to do what you want to do. But there was some passive-aggressive insinuation. Yeah, there should have been subtitles. <laughs> translation. Stay away from my man. I bitch. want you to do what you want to do. Yeah. But yeah. translation. Yeah. Well, I, I may he's... kill you. But... <laughs> so Gabby visits Rachel now. Rachel immediately says about Logan, how many roses was he going to take? Against... Oh, that's another song. How many roses was he going to take? <laughs> that's it. That's the one. That's the hit. That was a little more jaunty than I would have expected. But. Well, it's it's like, you know, it's a, it's a sad song with a happy Oh, tone. those are, can be more powerful than just sad ballads. Always more. Who yeah. wants to hear like a, I'm so sorry for myself. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. I want yeah. to hear a sad song that's happy. It's true. Beach it's Boys. True. Uh, the best. Yep. The best. Sad songs that are always happy. Yeah. They really go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking like desperately sad. <laughs> Okay, okay. Go listen to Pet Sounds. See what I mean. (laughs) So she was basically insinuating he just wanted to see how far he could get. And she tells Gabby she didn't go on her date. And Gabby is floored by this. Like her jaw is on the floor. And Rachel says it's all, quote, another guy just dumped me for another bachelorette. Can I be honest with you here? And this is this is this can be a little mean. Yeah. A little mean. No, go for it. I think in real life. Yeah. Like in the show, I think Gabby is slowly not becoming friends with Rachel anymore. <laughs> so you think it's around this point where there's this fork in the road where she's like, oh, we probably won't be besties for life, but I'm still going to yeah. be good to you. So look, Gabby's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's going to be nice. She's not, she not going to talk behind her back or anything. But, but I will say I saw the glimmer in her eye 
just just turn off. <laughs> she's it like, dimmed and went. She's like, oh, you didn't do the group date? Okay. I'm probably not going to call you every week. Uh, I mean, do you blame her? That's the thing is I feel like Gabby's been so accommodating. I said several weeks ago, it has this big sister vibe, like putting her sister first before her own needs. Case in point, Logan. And then when it backfires on Rachel, Gabby has to be the one to pick her back up. And the funny thing is, is if you had to choose between the two of them, who would be like a project, you'd think Gabby, but she had a rough go. Yes. Right. She had, I mean, her mother and her whole upbringing yes. is rough. You'd be like, if anyone's going to pick anyone up, it's been yeah. Rachel picking up oh, Gabby. Yeah, no, no, no. But no. I think Gabby's had, I think she's like enough. Come on. Well, you could argue maybe it's because she had had to pick herself up that she oh, is just. She's so strong. She's strong. She's got self-worth. She's, I, I, I don't want to say more mature, but I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you could say. <laughs> it just feels like she is more of a complete adult. Yeah. Maybe a little less sheltered. I don't know. There's something about Rachel that it comes off a little self-absorbed. Like she's that friend who hangs yes. out with her, with her other friends and will talk about herself all night and maybe not realize that she hasn't asked any of her friends but any she questions. She just has friends who are the type of people who allow people to talk about themselves a lot without interrupting. I'm one of those You're friends. You're one of those friends. <laughs> I was, that was a pointed statement. Anyway, but my point being... We're circling back to yeah, the yeah. dimming in the eyes. I have done exactly what you're talking about, yeah. where I have early into a friendship realized that the friend was this kind of friend, the one who will talk about herself and be a little self-absorbed. And the look in my eyes or something has dimmed and I categorize them differently than yeah. my true, true close friends. I, I saw that in this conversation. Yes. She's like, why am I babysitting? I have got my own problems. I've yes. got a lot of problems. I've had ups and downs. I've had the same, if not worse, yes. kind of heartbreaky situations mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Why am I babysitting still? Totally. Who's going to babysit me? Who's, Who's going to babysit, babysit me? me. <laughs> nice. Rachel says she doesn't want Gabby to hold back if she likes him. This came in uh, kind of like an afterthought. She was like, but but how do you feel? Do you like him? I don't want you to hold back if you yeah, she's like, like him. She's like got a dagger behind her back. She's like, like how do you feel? <laughs> the, mic's, like the mic's over there. <laughs> oh. uh, how do you feel? It's good, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, Gabby says she sees the way the guys look at Rachel and knows that they're crazy about her and she wants Rachel to see that. And Andy, you said, oh, I feel so bad for Gabby that she has to spend so much of her experience stroking Rachel's ego. It's becoming a dynamic. She has a show to do. She's on national television. She's trying to find ostensibly her life partner. Okay, whatever. Let's just say she is. And she's got to deal with this. Yeah. Why is she dealing with this? Jesse should be dealing with this. He was good. Get him yeah. back in there. No, multiple people are dealing with this. Yeah. So as Gabby leaves, we hear Rachel say that she thinks Logan is a schemer. That's me paraphrasing. You know what they're trying? Let me tell you something. The production wanted to make Logan a villain oh, so bad. Oh, they wanted so bad. Yeah, they found it. They were like, oh, villain. He was like at oh, the yeah. top of that mafia chart, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. in oh. the detective's room. Yes. And, and he won't let it happen. He it's- sniffed it out. He's like, nope, you're not going to do this. You're going to try. I'm going to make you look stupid. I'm not a villain. They're boxing him in. Look, you know what I think about Logan? I think Logan is like a, a masterful boxer. You know, I'm a I'm a boxing fan. I mean, yes. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously. Yeah. And in boxing, people watch on the TV, you know, and they see all these these angles. They get a long angle. They get a top angle. They get a close angle. They get everything. Yeah. And like, oh, come on. Just knock him out. Just come on. Hit him. Throw, you know, knock him out. What's the big deal? 
They have no idea what's going on there. When you're, and I know because I've done this, when you're in the heat, like you're in the battle, it's like chaos. Yeah. But some people, like a Floyd Mayweather, yeah, can box in the actual fight as if you're watching from a distance. Mm. That's how good they are. They see it from above, from the side, from left, from right, while right in the thick of it. Yeah. This is Logan. Logan is a master boxer. He sees the board he from above and beyond. Yeah. Very few people can do that. It's impressive. I mean, we really like Logan over here, even though I'm sure many people have many bad things to say about him. Last week, people were like, oh, he's leading Rachel on. You're giving him credit for sparing Rachel's feelings at the rose ceremony, but he was just doing it out of self-interest. But I think you can do both. Mm -hmm. There is a voice over here, interestingly, of Rachel's that says, at the end of the day, I'm going to support her no matter what, mm, but... Mm, I really hope mm, Gabby sends him home. At the end of the day, I'm going to support her no matter what, but I really hope Gabby sends him home. You know, we always have to talk about Frankenbiting here. I don't think Rachel said this as, as one complete sentence, hence mm-hmm. my mms. mms. <laughs> and if you think Gabby sends him home, that could be about any guy, that, that clip alone. So I just want to point that out, that I think we were led to believe that Rachel was more anti-Logan than she even was, or less supportive of Gabby pursuing that. Yeah. I just want to put it out there. Okay, so now it's the evening of Rachel's group date. Rachel arrives and tells the guys about Logan and how this was her biggest fear. The constant rejection is really tough. And then she opens the floor and says, if you don't want to be here, you do not have to be. And then Ethan dives in. He goes first and he takes her for some one-on-one time. Ethan tells her that she carries herself with such composer, composer, mm-hmm. composure. That's close. Yeah. I'm surrounded by a lot of music paraphernalia when I'm at home and I just go into a different zone mm-hmm. with such composure and grace. And he says he's there because he loves to see her smile and wants to make her happy and all that jazz. And she says, thanks for checking up on her. And they make out. Hot. <laughs> Real. I don't, I don't buy this connection, no. but I give props to Ethan for yeah. making a move. Yeah, hey, made a move. So Tino, meanwhile, has one-on-one time. And going into this conversation, we hear him say that he's scared to have his convo. And I loved this. He says he wants to be her person and her best friend and wants her to tell him everything. And he rightfully says that the day they lost that day could have made an amazing memory for the two of them. And he said that her canceling it made him feel a little unseen. Was this a speed up one? It wasn't meant to be, but it's okay. He is exactly right. Yeah. If you're so broken up, you're going to cancel all all the activities of us in this foreign country. Yeah. What does it mean for those guys? Yeah. That you didn't want to spend the day with them. Like, she lets it get to her too much. It's childish. Yes. It's a child breaking all the toys. It is. Andy, you said Tino put it on her in the most elegant way. Mm-hmm. This really impressed us. Yeah. And... Of course, we have one-on-one time with each meatball. And Tyler, it's all about making her feel appreciated and lots of making out. And Zach says he was worried about her. They scream out all their frustrations, yada, yada, yada. It's exactly what you would expect. The Mm. guy's once again stroking, lifting her up. Because they have to. Yeah, and maybe they want to. But I do think there will come a point where that gets old. Maybe Mm. that point has not yet arrived. It won't arrive. Because there's a game to be won here. Mm. She's turned it into that. Yeah. It's no longer a pursuit of Rachel. It's now a game to be won. Uh, Rachel's all happy now. Thanks the guys for showing up after a low day and gives the rose to Tino. 
And he says this was a special one because it's resemblant of hard days in a relationship. And you and I lost our shit here because we didn't even know resemblant was a word. I mean, bravo. we Googled it. We're like resemblant. That sounds like bullshit. And then it turns out it is a word. A tremendous and Tino word. taught us a word. And I mean, that's that deserves another I mean, round of applause. <laughs> Not that I think we know every word, no, but I, I just... great. It's also a beautiful sounding word. It's beautiful. I'm going to use that every day. It won't go a day from now on where I don't use untoward and resemblance. <laughs> untoward. Oh, did I do it wrong again? Yeah, untoward. untoward. <laughs> Still working on that. Ah, wow, Still practicing. And I don't mean for that to sound like I think we know every word because we don't. It's more that you don't typically learn a new word watching The Bachelorette. It's true. It's yes. very rare. So Zach seems defeated. He didn't get that rose. And now we're back to Logan. We learn Gabby has her group date and he's just waiting to hear and hopes he has a shot. So he's just twiddling his thumbs on the ship. Going on this group date are Mario, Nate, Spencer, Jason, Michael, and Eri. We have to talk about this. We do. So a lot of you were very, very upset about the way we were pronouncing Eri. Well, both. So we were saying Eri just for fun. Because yeah. it was spelled with C-H. We didn't realize yeah. it was going to offend people. People are very offended. And then you complained. And so then we cut Eric to say Eric. And then many people tuned in to say they were upset they liked Eric. I would go as far as saying that more people tuned in to say that they were upset that we stopped saying Eric than yes. people who tuned in to say they were upset that we were saying Eric. Agreed. So, so we are now going to alternate episodes between yeah. Eric and Eric. This is our compromise. We decided that it'll make either everybody happy or everybody upset, but at least it's fair. Yes. It'll all even out in the <laughs> We're end. like stern parents. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you asked for it. But we know which Shandies are right. Obviously. Okay, we, I mean, uh, just, if we didn't yeah. agree with a certain team, we wouldn't yeah, be doing yeah. this. But the question is, is by going back to Eric every other week, is that giving the people who first complained about it the right to then complain about something else in the future about Dear Shandy? Yeah, that contract has been broken. Okay. Yeah. Contracts <laughs> are made to be broken. Yes. Sorry. So finally, the sixth person on the state is Eric. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. They get some quality time just exploring the city. And we learn Johnny's getting that one-on-one. -on -one. And the group rides a boat through the city. They get waffles. And Andy, you observed here that powdered sugar really makes everything look better. And I could not agree more. Right? I think about this all the time. I mean, how many right? How many times you've gone to like the bakery and you see something, it's like a covered in powdered sugar. It looks like the greatest thing that's ever been made in an oven in history. Yeah. And you get it. You take one bite and you're like... Damn you, powdered sugar. <laughs> Fooled me again. Yeah. Yeah, or sometimes you'll see a photo of it and then they'll ask you, they'll be like, you order the waffle or whatever and they're like, do you want powdered sugar? And you're like, oh no, it's okay. It's kind of excessive. And then it arrives and you're like, wah, wah. Yeah, it's the, what is it without powdered sugar? <laughs> it's not as pretty. Yeah, you're looking at the person next to you with powdered sugar. Yeah. You're very upset. Everything should have powdered sugar on it. It's true. So they make and dress waffles now. Eric and Gabby squirt whipped cream into each other's mouths and they play soccer with a bunch of kids in the park. This is a super cute group date. Oh, yeah. They go to a pub and play some Belgian game of rock, paper, scissors where the winner gets to slap the loser across the face with a mackerel. That's a good game. I like this. Was that game. a mackerel? Am I getting that right? It looked like a mackerel. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason said, in America, we play it this way instead of a fish. And he goes in and kisses Gabby. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, you didn't like it. I just thought it was corny. 
I mean, it was corny, but it was also, I don't know. It didn't bother me. What does that mean? You know what it felt like? It felt like I saw a glimpse of Jason's personality in that moment where he was a little more forward and, yeah. and kind of a jokester. And I don't know, with a group of guys who all like her, like it felt kind of like a bold move. And I was like, Jason. I see what more you mean. personality yeah yeah i see what you mean we yeah. need to see some jason yeah it's got to be that way that's fine anything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more low bars here yeah. okay so in the evening now the guys are talking about how it's easier as a smaller group and of course on cue logan walks in and the guys are all like whoa mm. logan explains the situation says he got word that day that gabby does indeed want him to pursue her Lots of villain music playing here. And They're trying. They're, the music can't make him a villain. Like. I will say it did seem tense in the room. I couldn't really tell if it was actually tense, but you got the vibe that the guys were like, oh, what does this mean? Who's going home now? You know what this was? It was flattery for Logan. Yes, That's it, it was, was because they wouldn't care if they didn't think he was a threat. And you know what? We've seen this exact setup happen oh a dozen God. times, yes. if not 30 times. Yes. Every season, this yeah. happens. I love how now you're this expert. It's like, yeah, gonna, this is like the third season you've yeah. watched from the beginning. Yeah, back in season three, episode seven. No, but seriously, we've seen this a million times. Yeah. And almost every time, that guy becomes not only a villain, but everyone kind of just gives him like, you know, like stink eye for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. You can tell the respect. They can't break Logan. Logan is respected by the guys. He's a formidable competitor. Yes. They're not like, oh, God, Logan. And then they're all just hating on Logan. No, yeah. they're like, oh, this sucks for us. Yes. Because Logan is badass. Yeah. And I still like him. And yeah. I may even like him more now. Mm -hmm. I hate myself. <laughs> so they're pulling a Rachel. <laughs> yeah. I'm, trying, I'm starting to get a little Thomasy for Logan. Oh, yeah, okay. Little, yeah. Wow. Little bit. Very not, little. Not, not, not even. Mean, no, 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 no. I'm saying like on a scale of one to Thomas, it's like a 1.2. Well, I think that one of the things that really pushed you to Thomas was A, his dashing good looks. I mean. But, <laughs> but also just how severely wronged he was. Yes. It was the injustice that yes. drew me to him. The, yeah. I wanted to right the wrong. Yes. And, and I mean, he's six six dream butt. I mean, the guy I mean, Logan might also be. Do I smell a love triangle brewing? It's getting there. It's This is not, this is a one night stand. <laughs> Thomas, me and Thomas are lifetime. <laughs> this is, I may sleep with Logan. But you have an open relationship. I mean, clearly, because he's engaged to Becca now. Oh, and yeah, you're yeah, married that. to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, these are all figurative statements. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Not getting creepy. You got to be careful. You say anything and there's a Reddit thread on it. <laughs> it's true. You know, like, Andy, like Andy's had a threesome with Thomas and Logan. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it through a window with a telescope. <laughs> People have a lot of time on their hands. They do. So Gabby arrives now and says, as you can see, Logan is here. And she says, so yeah, here we are. Mm. I thought this was delightful. Yep. She's good. She almost seemed to relish it. Gabby is just perfect. She's she does great. nothing annoying. It's she, I love there's a sort of meta quality to her commentary sometimes. Like even at the end of this episode, she's like, the next place we're going to is very romantic. Shocker. Like mm. She just always has this little quip in there to she's show great. that she's in on it. You know what she is? She's the Bachelorette. She's one of the Bachelorettes, Andy. Mm. Now Mario has one-on-one -on -one time. This is the first time we've seen any Mario since episode two when he was pursuing Rachel after getting Gabby's first impression, Rose. Mm. Mario. You know, he looks. he always looks to me like Andy Dufresne, first day at Shawshank Prison. Okay. 
You have to look on his face. He's always just like, you know, <laughs> he's like, what am I doing here? I didn't do anything. I didn't kill anybody. Like, how, how, when can I get out of here? This is horrible. Does it, am I wrong? I know what you mean. He always looks like he's just been dropped in this situation and doesn't know any context. Andy Dufresne crawled through a river of shit, came out <laughs> clean on the other side. Oh, good, Andy. Was that, that was okay, right? Yeah. It was, it was okay? I feel like it's not as good as you think it is, but... Let me try one more time. Okay. All right. Andy Dufresne crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. One more time. Andy Dufresne... <laughs> Crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. You know, I sound like the Pepperidge Farm guy. Remember those commercials? Yeah, that's it's not Morgan Freeman. It's a Pepperidge Farm guy. That being said, you know what I would love? I would love to have Morgan Freeman as the narrator of my life. How amazing would that be? Everyone wants Morgan Freeman to narrate everything all the time. Andy Levine, waking up early, going to the market to buy oranges and kale. Coming back, getting the mail. Nothing in the mail, just junk. <laughs> Going upstairs in the elevator, getting back into his house, sitting on the couch, scrolling on the iPhone. <laughs> I just feel like Morgan Freeman, like it's very, very bold to try and do a Morgan Freeman. So you do a Morgan Freeman. I'm not. See, that's the thing is I know my place. I'm I want a, you to do a Morgan but Freeman. But isn't there, I feel like there is a guy, a voice actor who... I had a friend who was, his whole job was doing impressions of famous people for commercials that didn't want to pay that famous person okay. to do the commercial. Wow. Okay. So he would just imitate the voice and you'd think it was that person. And was he good? Uh, he was amazing. Okay. It, you couldn't tell the difference. He was, he did every, he did Morgan Freeman. I was so jealous. That's a superpower. Okay. So Mario now in his one-on-one -on -one time makes a point of saying that unlike Logan, hmm. he's very much about Gabby. He's always been about Gabby. There hasn't been anyone but Gabby. I thought this was a little rich considering after getting Gabby's first impression, Rose, he was still like, well, I want to explore things with Rachel too. <laughs> he's like spinning Rachel around <laughs> yeah. doing like personal training with her. <laughs> yes. I just have to point point that out anyway the guys chat and nate says he's worried logan's gonna get the group date rose sounds like nate has watched this show before mm. and nate in his one-on-one -on -one time says that she should explore every relationship because he wants to be chosen perfect answer nate nate comes through in the clutch Always. he does yes they make out but i gotta say i'm not into their kissing yeah, me neither not that great not, not that i'm saying that i know not that he's not a good kisser. The mutual kiss no, it, has it, no passion. When I criticize a kiss, it's never no. But calling I think Nate is a good kisser. Yeah, he's just not having the good kiss. It takes two. Yeah, it doesn't look like she's gonna want more where that came from. Yeah, she's not eating him. He is not her last meal on earth, which is what it should look like. <laughs> Meanwhile, we see Erich seeming a little salty. He says it's just hard when there's six of them and only one of her. Uh, she reassures him and they make out. There is a slight arrogance to Eric. I don't know what it is. It reminds me of back in episode one when he didn't get the first impression rose and a hidden camera caught him saying, like, I'm kind of pissed off. From day one, I felt that Eric is just playing the game. I feel like he's just been, it's, to him, this is a game. I don't feel his heart in this at all. I can't tell if we're maligning him or not, because at the same time, I do think that if you're supposed to get down on one knee and propose at the end of this, then you should be quite confident. But there's just, I don't know, there's something about him that comes off a little like, I'm better than the rest of you. And even if you secretly do feel that way, you have to kind of keep it under wraps a bit better, I yeah, guess. Yeah. But 
I still feel more research needs to be done. Look, the first date he had with Gabby, I was like, this is good. This is fun. Mm-hmm. But after that, I, I felt Eric is checked out. Eric is just in for the- er- for, Eric? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I confused him with somebody else. <laughs> Eric, I think, is checked out. <laughs> Logan has his one-on-one time. And he says he realizes what she had to go through for him to be sitting there. And he wants to be there. Uh, they make out. We had to mention the expert pacing and technique mm-hmm. in his making out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A-game technique. Yes. There's a good slow pace to his mm-hmm. kiss. It's slow. Mm-hmm. It's drawn out like taffy. And mm-hmm. then just when you think it can't be any slower, he goes in for the under the chin caress. Oh. It was very high It's a high dangerous level. move. It reminded me of Nate from Michelle's season. Yeah. Nate had the he had the hand on chin. Oh yeah, mastered. which some people are not into. But if you do it right, it's oh, so it dangerous. Be, oh, and that's part of what makes it yeah, so hot. That's right. You're walking <laughs> the razor's edge. Yes. So Gabby goes to give out this group date rose, and I was saying, don't do it, don't do it, because I was worried she was going to give it to Logan. Yeah, and yeah. Andy, you said Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, poor Mario. He I doesn't mean, deserve there's this. There's way poorer people than Mario. I mean, the guy's going to have like 100,000 Instagram followers soon. So Gabby thankfully gives the rose to Nate. I love how she resists the low-hanging fruit drama. Mm-hmm. Like she could have given this rose to Logan and it would have been this shitstorm. And I gl- I'm, I just love that about her. She always sidesteps. Mm-hmm. And Eric just seems really salty. I'm sorry, who? I'm sorry. Eric seems really salty mm-hmm. about yeah. it. Yeah, just saying, does. just pointing it out. I'm only observing what oh, I see. He's salty not. the way a guy, you know, he got called for a foul that he feel like he didn't commit in a basketball game. That's all it is. Mm, that's specific. So now it's Avon's one-on-one with Rachel. They eat at a cafe. He talks about how excited he was to see his name on the card. She says they've had a solid base. And whenever anything happens, he's the first person she wants to see. And Andy, you said, eh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's true either. I feel like she wants to see Tino first. Oh, yeah. Always. But she definitely has the hots for Avon. They have some chemistry. Yeah. They take a horse-drawn carriage through Bruges and they make out. And we learn he's a Scorpio and she's a Pisces. So, therefore, it should work out. That's it. You know what? Avon is to Tino for Rachel as Logan is to Thomas for me. Oh. Okay, you just want to explore that briefly. Yeah. You want to see what's up. Yeah, I just want to see what's up. Let's see what's under the hood. Yeah. That's it's it. not it's not an emotional it's not a connection. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. He just earned it. It's just carnal. Exactly. They go to a chocolate shop and make out a lot. They come mm. upon some women making, I think, lace. Was it lace? Yeah, lace. I'm and lace. the ladies tell Rachel to wear it, and then he has to lift it and kiss her. Mm. Imagine them on their wedding day. Yeah, right. You know, normal first date yeah, fair. Totally and in general, they seem to have great chemistry. And now it's the evening. We have to point out that Rachel looks lovely here. She does. Beautiful. She looks beautiful. She's got that high neck embellished. It's embellished around the neck and the, the yeah. cuffs of her sleeves. Rachel underutilizes the hair back moment because she looks fantastic with her hair back. Yeah, I'm not saying she doesn't look good with her hair down. I'm just saying that she doesn't make the most of her hair being back and how that can elevate a look. Well, you always lead by example. Why? Thank you, husband. 
Okay, so Avon tells her that his number one thing is security. He didn't feel like he had that growing up. It felt like someone might dip out on him. His parents were never together. He lived with his mom for a few years and then his dad until he was 10 and then kind of lost touch with his mother. He didn't really have as much of a relationship with her. And then they became close later in life as he got older. And then he pulls out a bracelet that his mother made. He said it's kind of an energy thing. And his mother made it for him, but he loans it to Rachel saying that he thinks it could help turn her experience around. I mean, that's a big deal. I thought this was really sweet. Yeah. She needs help and he knows it. (laughs) I like that it didn't seem performative. Like he was like, I brought this thing from home that I'm giving to you. It's like, it did seem like it's his. He's not giving it to her permanently. He's like, this, you know, it gives me positive vibes or whatever. I think you could use some positive vibes. It, it felt just lower key than him having bought something and given it to a woman he hadn't yet met. And I'll tell you something, Avon is, is, is one tall glass of water. I mean, that guy is- a, <laughs> He's extremely attractive. And, and, and Charlene has, has mentioned many times. Oh, Avon? Yeah, he's just not, I don't find him that funny. And I'm a sucker for funny. So he's a one night stand for you. Yeah, he's he's a specimen. And then as they make out, we learn that fireworks are evidently allowed in Belgium. Yeah. And Avon says, I truly believe Rachel is someone who could be my future wife and somebody that I do want to spend the rest of my life with. And closed. <laughs> Done deal. It's so extreme. Okay. By the way, I remember that. I remember after my first one-on-one being prompted to say those things. Yeah. So do you think you could see yourself marrying Juan Pablo one day and you have to answer in a full sentence? You're like, yeah, I could see myself marrying Juan Pablo one day. <laughs> so you're saying <laughs> I got a chance. <laughs> okay, so the next day, Logan moves in while Johnny heads out to his date. Johnny meets Gabby in the countryside. She says that he's kind of too cool for school, which she would normally hate, but he can pull it off because he's goofy. I like this. That's so specific because I also would hate someone who seems too cool for school, but they could also get away with it if they're goofy. Absolutely. They go to a beer farm where they taste beer flights. And Andy, you said, I like beer flights. I do. (laughs) Said no one ever. (laughs) You unique snowflake, you. (laughs) Gabby says, hopefully we get weird. And they go into a sort of room, a spa room. I don't know. And it gets weird fast. It does get weird fast. They start whipping each other with hops. They rub body masks on each other and then soak in a beer tub. I do love how much she laughs with him. Yeah. I for me with Gabby, I want her to find someone who makes her laugh as much as she makes the guy laugh. And that's my main hesitation with Jason. Yeah. I think that Johnny and Gabby actually are probably the best match chemistry wise, but I don't think they're gonna end up together. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. I think that they've got laughs together, but it's a little too surface. Because Gabby's an iceberg. Like her humor is just the tip. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) How quickly I change your mind. So he's just putting the tip in is what you're saying. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So Johnny in the evening says he normally never acts like this unless he's alone. And she says she loved it because he's funnier than she thought. He reveals he's super guarded at first because the one time he finally got to being himself in a relationship, he was broken up with. We have to point out that he literally never looks at her when he talks to her. Never. 
this is to me a generational thing. What like is he's of that? a generation of men. I don't Why? know. And that's another reason not to bring it back to Logan yet again. But Logan, for his young age, has terrific Lasers. eye contact. Johnny would only look at her when she was talking, and then when he was talking, he was like la 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 la. Then she'd start talking, and then he'd look at her again. That's not just him. That's a thing. no. I, it feels like it's, it's young generational people thing. in general. It's very strange. It is. It's you almost. See, you know what it is? Oh my god. I don't like saying these things because I think I'm right and they're terrible, <laughs> which is basically everything I say. But I think the reason he's doing that is because people are so used to saying things to people with the, with the, with the text that he texts yeah. that for him to be in the mode where he's saying something to someone else, it's he can't be looking at them. It's going to make him, it's going to throw him. So he has to just be like, you know, as if he's like looking at a screen. Isn't eye contact fascinating? It is. Sometimes well, now I'm getting I'm feeling weird now. I know. We're really yeah. looking at each other. But sometimes I'll be at a meal with someone and I'll be like, am I looking in their eyes too much? Like, am I looking away too much? Like some, if you start to think about it, it can really start to mess with you. Oh, you ever get with someone where the eye contact for some reason, for some reason is uncomfortable. Yes. And it's not about them. It's not about their personality. It's no. about something about the way they look at you. Yes. And there's only so much you can do with your eyeballs. <laughs> yes. But some people, you're just like, I, 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 I can only do another three seconds of looking <laughs> in the eye. I got to look. I got to look. Okay. Yes. Look at my water. Look yeah. at the fork. Yeah. And then go back. I'm like, okay. yeah. It's like you're underwater. It's like you feel like you're underwater and you need to come up for a breath. Mm-hmm. Looking at someone in the eye. Why is that? I don't know. But this is our way of saying that we're not criticizing Johnny saying that you should instead be staring at someone in the eyes while you talk to them because that's not what I think we're saying. No, you should just make, you know, a decent, you check in. Yeah. You should. If you're talking to someone, I would say 60 to 70 percent of the time you should be looking at them in the eye yes at least yes i agree with that yeah. and when they're talking a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah unless you get a good text <laughs> uh, okay yeah, yeah. What sounds like a certain someone we know yeah. <laughs> someone <laughs> that's true who don't i know who does that Johnny says he's told he exudes confidence, but he's actually the least confident person ever, quote, which is crazy. <laughs> and he reveals he said the least confident person ever. <laughs> he says he may struggle with depression. And then we felt bad for laughing yeah, at that. Yeah. And he has felt at all time lows. And Gabby says that she relates. She has struggled with anxiety and depression. And she's had to relearn what she never got to learn as a kid and that they should be easier on themselves. Mm-hmm. fantastic response great yeah. nice conversation absolutely she says she never has to be reserved around him and he brings out a side in her the way she brings out a side in him and she gives him the rose and in a voiceover she says that the things johnny might be scared to put forth are the very things she loves about him no that's so beautiful nice. yeah it's too bad she didn't tell that to him <laughs> she said plenty nice things yeah, to him she did i'm just saying that's specific i felt this i guess i just wish that I don't know. I guess I wish this conversation went even deeper, but I feel like this was as deep as he was comfortable going with the yeah. camera in his face. Now that I see it through that lens, mm-hmm. Johnny makes more sense to me. Yeah. Like he seems like a tortured soul. Yes. It colors a lot about yeah. him for sure. So now it's the rose ceremony cocktail party. Lots of tense music. And the focus is all on Logan here. But overall, it feels forced. Yeah. I wrote, let's get over it. They can't make him a villain. They can't can do it no matter how hard they try. The ladies arrive and Rachel immediately apologizes to her guys for the lost time. She should. I agree she should. Yeah, she's the right thing. Yeah. Nate and Gabby have one-on-one time. She gifts him Belgian chocolate for his daughter and he melts. Mm -hmm. 
We get a montage of Gabby having great one-on-one time now with her guys while we hear Logan fret about having to compete with these solidified connections. Mm -hmm. Isn't it funny how quickly we go from it being early to suddenly it being this far along? Yeah. Because I swear in episode three, it was like, oh, you're talking about this this early on. And then all of a sudden, even though there was a canceled cocktail party in there, you suddenly get, oh, well, we're this far along. How long were you going to go? I don't know. It just seems to happen very suddenly. It does. Yeah. Now Logan and Gabby have their one-on-one time. And I think this was brilliant Mm. on his part. He brings out the fish that they had on her group date activity because he said, I didn't get to go on the group date. So I thought we could play the game of rock, paper, scissors, slap a fish. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it goes. That's the name of the that's, game. That's, that's the game. And Andy, you said, all right, mackerel, you get to be on TV, but there's a catch. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of dramatic music here as the guys speculate about who will be sacrificed due to Logan's arrival. <laughs> the Mayan sacrifice. <laughs> So now it's the rose ceremony. Gabby gives her roses to Jason, Spencer, Erich. And I said, I want Mario to go and Michael to stay. And Andy, you said, I want Mario to stay until the very end. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Mario. He's just such the butt of our jokes here. He's just funny. I agree. Like, I want Mario to stay around to laugh at, but... Alas, Logan gets that final roast. Yeah, I want all. I want like a hundred Mario memes. Are there Mario memes out there? There has to be probably Mario of just him kind of like lies like, looking like, around. Why am I here? And Rachel gives her roses to Zach, Tyler, and Ethan. So going home are Mario, Michael, and Meatball. Meatball, rest in Parmigiana. <laughs> How long had you been thinking of that one? It's like a day. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it, Andy. Thank you. Mario, the first impression rose recipient. Mm-hmm. Episode five. Yeah. I don't want to say I told you so to to the world because we I both mean, agreed what do you mean on this. You? We, we, yeah, we. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I was oh, covering I my Sandy? tracks there. Yeah. yeah, just to the world. We were like, we don't buy this. No. What a strange first impression rose choice. We no one did they should write a book about this. What what happened here? <laughs> I want to know. I want to meet Gabby for many reasons, but especially so that I can ask her what they talked about yeah. that caused her to give him the fur. Uh, I want to see a behind the music episode about this. <laughs> yes. And meanwhile, Michael, we, we knew he wasn't staying. He just didn't get any airtime. And now we learn they're headed to Amsterdam. And now, Andy, it's time for your A game. No competition. I know. No competition. Logan. Yeah. Perfection. I- he didn't miss one beat. He covered every track. He's like in the snow. Like after each track, he's like filling it with snow. What? Ooh. what? Your analogy game is getting strong. <laughs> <laughs> but you are not a Jedi yet. <laughs> I do notice I start making more analogies. You're good. That was a good one. Thanks. It just feels like he... Like you said, he's watching the boxing game from all angles. The boxing game. The boxing game. <laughs> from all- it's the boxing game. <laughs> he's watching it from all angles. He realizes what they're trying to do to him. And then when he has time with Gabby, instead of crumbling under pressure, he's like, what did they do on their group date? I want to do that. Yeah. Here's a basket of mackerel. Unbelievable. It was brilliant. Down to the mackerel. Yep. I, I'm, I'm so impressed. I'm actually upset because I know that under no circumstance could I perform that well in that situation. 
I'm I'm just intimidated by how well he's no, doing. No, you're not giving you. I no one beats Andy yeah, right. at, I mean, at the A game. <laughs> you're Thanks. just being Thank modest. You, Thank you, wife. And so now, Andy, it's time for our word watch. There were zero devastated. I'm shocked. How is it possible? I know they danced around it. They did. But it it never did seem happens. like it was on the verge of coming out of Rachel's it never, mouth. Yeah, it never quite times. hit devastation. It was like one <laughs> notch. It was like it was like. Yeah. The fact that she never said she was devastated is proof unto itself that she was not actually that upset about Logan yeah. and was therefore overreacting. Yeah, her whole reaction was only warranted by devastation. Without <laughs> devastation, <laughs> what is it? So our winner, how many people guessed correctly? 147 folks. Wow. That's impressive. But we have only one winner. Only one. And this person wins $120 to Caitlin Bristow's wine, Spade and Sparrows. And that mm, person yum, yum. is, drumroll. We stopped doing drumrolls. We should do oh, more. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Katrina Widener. I hope I'm saying that right. It Widener? might be Widener. Widener. Congratulations. You are the winner of the Shandy Word Watch. Yay. Katrina, please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your delicious prize. And Andy, what about next week? Well, because I am suffering from Word Watch blue balls, I'm going with Devastated again. I'm okay. doubling up. Okay. There's, I have to see a Devastated. Okay. So what you're saying is Devastated will continue to be the Word Watch until you get a Devastated? I'm not saying that for sure, but at least for this next episode. Okay. So... Your word watch word for next week is once again devastated. And we're going back to the other prize now. So if you guess correctly, you'll be entered in a draw and one name will be drawn <laughs> to win $100 to one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, Furano Studios. Once again, all my gold-filled jewelry is from there, including my skinny and chunky rings. And he mm. always finds it funny when I call jewelry chunky. That's cute. And you can win 100 bucks in jewelry. That's pretty solid. That's yeah, a solid amount of jewelry. Yeah. So you must guess below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap. Do not email us. Do not DM us. The number of times using the numeral, you think the word devastated will be uttered in episode six. Wow, oh, I'm so much better at that yeah, than I was Good. a couple was of episodes ago. Nice. <laughs> All right, moving on to our predictions. Andy, who do you have in your top spot for Gabby? I got my man, Logan. What? Oh, yeah. I'm rolling the dice. <laughs> Yeah, blow up your head all you want. Logan. You the think man. Logan's going to surpass Eric? Logan is the most formidable bachelorette contendent. Contendent? <laughs> is that a word? I mean, after resemblant, I'm not so sure. Maybe you're right. Nor Maybe it's a word. Contendent. It should be a word. Anyway, he is the most formidable contestant mm. I have seen in maybe ever. Since what? I've been watching this show, name someone else. Name another guy who's been as on point as, as Logan. Has played the game as well. Whatever you want to call it, play the game, be a man, say the right things, have a good game. He is playing his role very deftly because he is in a minefield. Yes. Anyone criticizing Logan right now has to remember he is in a minefield everywhere he steps. It's not he's not a rank and file contestant. No. He's he's got the most challenging course yes. and he's executing yes. like an Olympian. And is has quickly become a front runner after having switched sides. He could easily have been vilified and thrown off yes. the court. <laughs> Getting Calm passionate. Down. 
Anyway. I agree. I don't have Logan in my first. So, so I ask you again, oh. name another male no. contestant on this show in the last five years who's exceeded his level of game and just general manmanship. <laughs> That's not a word. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm really trying to think of someone. I know. Because there are people who become big in Bachelor Nation. So the one person I feel like has as much game at such a young age would be Noah mm. Herb, who, by the way, we recently had on with Abigail in a love oh, fest. Delightful. I will link it right here. But he did come off kind of controversially yeah. after Clacia's season. And whether or not you thought he was a villain, whether he deserved it or not, he didn't come out so cleanly. Smelling like roses. Yeah, exactly. There were a lot of people who didn't like him. Meanwhile, Logan, I don't know. We have yet to see. We'll we saw from the preview that maybe Logan something happens. So maybe yeah. we should, you know, not get ahead of ourselves. I think, it's, I think it's, it's, it's BS. I don't think anything happens. <laughs> okay. Andy has his favorites. Okay. In my first spot for Gabby, I still have Eric. Huh. I just don't Reasonable. think. Reasonable. I mean, that's the obvious choice. I just think that Gabby likes Eric best. Their okay. kisses are the most like, I want to rip your clothes off. But does off. Eric like Gabby best? Well, I think Eric likes Gabby best out of his options, but but he likes Gabby best out of Gabby. I get that. But does he really genuinely love Gabby or is he just playing the game? I don't know. I think he's playing the game. Mm. And I think Gabby's going to see through that. Ooh. Well, I hope if that is indeed what is happening, that she does indeed see through it. In your second spot, who do you have? I have Eric. (laughs) I have Logan. I bumped him up quite a bit. I don't think that Gabby would let Logan on and cause that much of a shit disturbance if she didn't really like him. And who do you have in your third spot? I got a shy guy, uh, Jason. Shy guy, Jason. I also have Jason in my third spot. I don't think any explanation necessary. And in your fourth spot, Nate. I also have Nate. We both think Nate is teetering into the friend zone. Mm, very heavily. Yeah, it's cute. A good friend. Yeah. A good friend I zone. mean, he he got that group date rose. Maybe we're way off. I just feel when they're kissing, I don't feel like, again, the ripping off of the clothes. I, I, I don't agree. see it. I think Nate is going to come Gabby's Rodney to Michelle. Ooh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. All right. So for Rachel, who do you have in your top spot, Andy? Come on. I know. Tino. Yes. So do I. It's obvious. It's done. Yeah. It's over. I, it would be mind blowing if she chose someone else. It's over. Yeah. This is the, one of the most, I mean, I, I recall maybe one or two close, but this is the most definitive I've seen since I've been watching the show. Yeah. And that does mean most likely that something will happen. But to it won't take matter. Him down. It yeah. won't matter. All right, then. So in your second spot. I got smooth moves, Avon. I also have Avon. I feel like Rachel, at the very least, wants to go to the fs with avon she wants to f in the fs <laughs> actually it's funny to imagine the f standing for that kind of f <laughs> <laughs> it's not a misnomer the f asterisk question mark exclamation point sweet i think it should be that I mean, that is less of a misnomer than fantasy suites. Because it's not a fantasy. How many fantasies are coming true in that suite? I agree. Not many. It's not, it's not a fantasy. It's, it's a specific act. There's no <laughs> fantasies. It's not like someone goes into that room and they see the mysteries of the universe. <laughs> and who do you have in your third spot for Rachel? Joel? Slowly slipping out is Zach. I mean, I slipped him even more because I have Tyler in my third spot. Reasonable. Reasonable. And in your fourth spot, you have I got Tyler. And in my fourth spot, I have Zach. 
I feel like Zach is kind of losing steam. Oh, yeah. He had everything going for him in that movie date. I think that she is more attracted to Aiden and Tyler sort of fills her cup in all those ways. Tito's untouchable. I feel like Zach could be, yeah. I think he's... Well, I think that's a wrap for this recap. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on the gram, mm, the IG, so sweet. the Insta, as some mm-hmm. people call it. I hate that. Yeah, Insta. Star. Also on the TikTok, yeah. something that we kind of deny exists, but fully exists. How did we get here? How did humanity get here? I don't know how we're in the house in which I grew up with mics in our faces. What do you Agre- think Charles Dickens would think about all this? <laughs> Tell it your was fr- the worst of times <laughs> and it was the worser of times. <laughs> Tell your friends and oh, leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. So many of you have done yeah. this. Thank you oh, so, thank so much. You. We read them to we, each other. Yeah, we, we've almost teared up. They're so sweet. You guys are yeah, the Yeah, there was one in particular that made me tear up. Yeah. Anyway, please do more of those if you haven't already. If you enjoy this, this free content, then leave us a review. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast that you so enjoy thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you next time on dear shandy bye-bye everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.